You don't know because you lost your bones. You lost everything you had. Um, his balls wasn't feeling right. I mean, it's worth it to not get caught for murder. Anyway, skill horses uh, do not mesh with um, khaki pants. See, so these are where the questions come from. This yeah. is where it stems from. This is what makes it fun. Welcome back to Creepy Campfire, your source for all things strange, the unexplainable, the infamous, and the mysterious. Here are your hosts, Jordan and Ryan. Yeah, hey Jordan, why don't you, why don't you pass me that, that hot sauce? Hot sauce for what? For the, the brats we're cooking up over the campfire. Is this a, that's a little callback? Wait, 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 shh, 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 shh. I, I got, I got Barney out looking for berries. I told him we didn't bring any food. Let's hurry up and eat these brats. He'll be back. We'll get some s'mores going. Oh yeah, just in time for s'mores. Just in time for s'mores. And then and then we'll finish this camping. But hey everybody. <laughs> Another week. What's going on guys? We're out here in the middle of the woods in Yosemite camping. Deep within the woods. Deep within the woods. And we got we're gonna have a short little series for you guys coming up. So I know we've been a little spotty lately with as far as our scheduling. Um but Jordan, of course, as we've been talking about for like a year now, you know, the whole time of the show, yeah, it's um, been a year. is finally getting uh, getting married. Got ten days. So because of that, uh, we're gonna we're gonna pre-record several episodes, about 20, 30 minute episodes, and we'll be releasing those. Um, that way, you guys don't go like a month without any episodes, especially leading into October, Halloween, like prime time, this kind of stuff. Because we're definitely going to do a Halloween-themed episode. But I'm going to be away for a couple weeks on that honeymoon. In Disney World. Not just away. Just in, in Disney World. Disney World um, for 14 days. Exactly. Not, not in the park for 14 days, but we got about seven, seven or eight days playing there, I think. And then we're going to take it a little easy besides maybe come back to the West Coast, do Santa Cruz or something. But then when we come back, we got, we got some fun going for a Halloween episode. We're going to be coming right up on the cusp of that. So, yeah, go so, hard on that. So this would be a good little build up. Um, so we're going to pre-record these guys. We're, at, we're we're sitting down one night and we're going to do like four episodes, but they're going to be released week by week like we normally do. So it's going to feel like a little bit of time travel. But these are all going to be exactly what our title is: creepy campfire stories, like just just spooky stories that we found on the internet. We will we will read them aloud and we will respond to them. In the way that we will. In the only way that we will. That we can. <laughs> that we can. Damn it. So, Jordan, who should lead this one off? Um, I've already got mine up right here. Okay. Well, so... then, then you, you lead away. Okay. So we're just going to jump right into it. Uh, I will kind of cite sources as I go here. Um, but are there any real sources to these? It's like our urban legends ones where we find stuff. Yeah. I mean, it's probably been sourced by sources from other sources that have been sourced by other source 12th party sources (laughs) yeah so um but i found this one because i always forget about uh well this is on the lineup technically but i guess that they're creepypasta stories which i always forget about i guess i haven't necessarily looked into them that much but we're about to see what they're all about first one is called darkness in the rearview mirror oh hold on hold on barty just sit down grab your stuff nessie get it's gonna be all right came back with those berries real quick (laughs) 
You know, it's a good thing we wolfed down those broads. I mean, I mean, started this fire. Yeah. Fire bad. And we definitely have fire bad. <laughs> fire bad. You stay over there. Like Nessie. You got it. You're good. All right, Jordan. Spook us away. Okay. Okay. So, in the summer of 2013, I found myself driving home alone on Highway 902 from a party. It was almost midnight, and needlessly to say, needlessly, needless to say, it was pitch black. As was usual at night, I was on edge. I had the radio off and could hear nothing but the muffled roar, muffled roar of tires on pavement and the dull hum of the engine. I stole a glance into the middle rearview mirror and saw nothing but darkness through the back window. I know that I looked backward and saw nothing. I'm sure of it. Just the seemingly endless blackness of the night. I remember it so clearly because not ten seconds later a car passed me to the left, headlights on. I had one of those sudden adrenaline rushes like when you think you see a person outside your bedroom window when it's just a tree, or when you start awake at night with the feeling of falling. Ten seconds earlier, nothing had been behind me. Suddenly a car. I drove the rest of the way home shivering and knowing something was off. The next morning I found two sets of scratches near the back of my van. One was on the left rear, one was on the right. This car was pretty old. They could have been there for months, but that was the first time that I distinctly remembered seeing them. In hindsight, there are two possibilities for what happened that night. Possibility one, by some glitch in reality or something paranormal, this other car had somehow appeared behind me within 10 seconds of me checking my mirror, like some weird ghost crap or something. I love when people use their own terminology. However, the second option is what makes my blood run cold whenever I consider it. I didn't, it didn't even occur to me until months after the fact, but it makes me dread driving alone at night even more. Possibility two. The car was normal. It had approached me from the rear and passed me to my left. However, something large and wide, and as black as the night, had been clinging to the rear of my car, obscuring my view through the window and leaving deep scratches on the sides and I had inadvertently driven home, driven it home with me. That is the... That's where they leave it? That is where they leave that one. All right. That was a lot of build-up for not a whole lot of payoff. It okay. just feels like it is. Okay, first thing, who is driving or parked anywhere with with no music or no nothing playing, just just car running, not listening to anything? That's, that's a strange individual, mm-hmm. and I would not get in the car with them. And I think you're the scary part of this story, not the scratches. It's Well, it's interesting because you would think that wherever they took off from or uh, if something big enough to block the entire rear view mirror is clinging to the back of your car, like it would have hopped on there at some point. Like it had to attach itself at some point, and I don't think that was when you started driving because you wouldn't think that you would just take off with something clinging to your trunk. When it feels that big, when it grabbed the car, you'd feel the car shift. Exactly. You'd feel something. Yeah. But, I mean, I think it's more likely that they just weren't paying attention and maybe just, maybe time slipped slipped by them and they, the car came up on them really quick and they just didn't expect it. I think we need to have a meter for these stories. Oh, okay. I feel like, I feel like a meter is necessary. How do you, how do you feel about that, Barney? Yeah, yeah, Barney's on board with that. <laughs> that was just for the meter? That's not the meter itself? <laughs> no, no, that's not the okay. meter itself. Uh, maybe maybe if you... Well, we could have like a... Maybe like you a, just get a yay or nay. Maybe. Oh, nay. Nay on that one for sure. Yay or nay. Barney, Barney, what do you give that one there? Yeah, it was, it was, it was a little weak. It was, was a little pretty, weak. Yeah, it was, 
It's pretty light on the creepy. I mean, strange scratches, all right, I'll give you that. But, mm-hmm. like, your whole whole lead-up of nothing was there. Ten seconds later, a car is there. Cars drive fast. Mm-hmm. There's corners. Granted, I don't know. This could have been a straightaway in the middle of nowhere where you would have seen. But, I don't know. It's not holding a lot of anything with me. Well, and you don't just, like, look in your rear, rear mirror and, abs- and see absolutely nothing when you're still going at speed down a down a road like if you're if you're if you can see your rearview mirror you can see something behind you some stuff it's not just pitch black well that was me it it wasn't like he said he was parked he was driving home and could just hear the road on his tires and the hum of the engine yeah so he had the radio off like a dummy who does that you just can't see anything like that just seems unsafe. You're just an unsafe driver. <laughs> you just you need to go back to driver's ed. All you right. <laughs> probably put those scratches on your car yourself. I don't believe a word you have to say. You give me nothing. You give me nothing. All right, my turn at this. So this one is click clack rattle bags. I got this one from Telegraph.co.uk. Just the name alone is already way more promising. <laughs> click clack rattle bags. You you wonderful. Yep yep. All right, this, this one actually is one of the better ones I I saw. So this one is written by Neil Gaiman. Before you take me up to bed, will you tell me a story? Do you actually need me to take you to bed? I asked the boy. He thought for a moment with intense seriousness. Yes, I think you do. It's because of I finished my homework and it's my bedtime and I'm a bit scared. Not very scared, just a bit. But it's a very big house, and lots of times the lights don't work, and it's a sort of dark. I reached over and tussled his hair. I can understand that, I said. It's a very big old house, he nodded. We were in the kitchen, where it was light and warm. I put down my magazine on the kitchen table. What kind of story would you like me to tell you? Well, he said thoughtfully, I don't think it should be too scary, because when I go up to bed, I will just be thinking about monsters the whole time. But if it's just a little bit scary, then I won't be interested. And you make up scary stories, don't you? I know she says that's what you do. So, a little preface. <laughs> this guy is dating this little kid's older sister. Oh, okay. That's I was, left I out. I was like, there's your first creepy bit. Who is this she? It's <laughs> left out. The lady under the bed. She exaggerates. I write stories, yes, but nothing that's been published. And I write lots of different kinds of stories. But she writes scary stories. Yes, I said. The boy looked up at me from the shadows by the door where he was waiting. Do you know any stories about Click Clack the Rattlebag? I don't think so, I said. Those are the best sorts of stories. Do they tell them at your school? I asked. He shrugged. Sometimes. What's a Click Clack the Rattlebag story? I asked. He was a precocious child and was unimpressed by his sister's boyfriend's ignorance. You could see it on his face. Everybody knows them. I don't, I said, trying not to smile. He looked at me as he was trying to decide whether or not I was pulling his leg. He said, I think maybe you should take me up to my bedroom, and then you can tell me a story before I go to sleep. But a very not scary story, because I'll be up in my bedroom then, and it's actually a bit dark up there, too. Shall I leave a note for your sister, telling her where we are? You can, but you'll hear when they get back. The front door is very slammy, he said. We walked out of the warm and cozy kitchen to the hallway of the big house, where it was chilly and drafty and dark. I flicked the light switch, but nothing happened. The bulb's gone, the boy said. That always happens. Our eyes adjusted to the shadows. The moon was almost full, 
and blue-white moonlight shone through the high windows and the staircase down the hall. We'll be all right, I said. Yes, said the boy, soberly. I'm very glad you're here. He seemed less precocious now. His hand found mine, and he held onto my fingers comfortably, trustingly, as if he'd known me all his life. I felt responsible and adult. I did not know if the feeling I had for his sister, who was my girlfriend, was love. Not yet, but I liked that the child treated me as one of the family. I felt like his big brother. The stairs creaked beneath our feet. Click-clack, said the boy, are the best monsters ever. Are they from television? I don't think so. I don't think any people know where they come from. Mostly they come from the dark. A good place for a monster to come from, I said. Yes, the boy answered. We walked along the upper corridor in the shadows, walking from patch of moonlight to patch of moonlight. Let's get the monster. <laughs> it really was a big house. I wish I had a flashlight. They come from the dark, said the boy, holding on to my hand. I think probably they're made of dark, and they come in when you don't pay attention. That's when they come in, and then they take you back to their, not nests. What's a word that's like nests, but not? House, I said. No, it's not a house. Lair? He was silent. Then, I think that's the word. Yes, lair. He squeezed my hand, stopped talking. Right, so they take the people who don't pay attention back to their lair. And what do they do then, your monsters? Do they suck all the blood out of you, like vampires? He snorted. Vampires don't suck all the blood out of you. They only drink a little bit. Just keep them going, and then, you know, fly around. Click clacks are much scarier than vampires. This kid has way too much knowledge on scary things. <laughs> Sorry, right, energy. Keep, keep it going. Keep it going. I don't trust this kid farther than I could throw him. I'm not scared of vampires. I told him. Me neither. I'm not scared of vampires either. Do you want to know what click clacks do? They drink you, said the boy. Like a coke? I asked. Coke is very bad for you, said the boy. If you put a tooth in coke, by the morning it'll be dissolved to nothing. That's how bad coke is for you. But Pepsi. Click clacks drink you, said the boy. First they bite you, and then they go all ishy inside. And all your meat and your brains and everything except your bones and your skin turns into a wet, milkshaky stuff. And then the click clack sucks it out through the holes where your eyes used to be. That's disgusting, I told him. Did you make that up? We reached the last flight of stairs, all the way to the big house. No. I can't believe you kids make up stuff like that. You didn't ask me about the rattle bag, he said. Right, what's the rattle bag? Well, he said, sagely, soberly, in a small voice from the darkness beside me. Once you're just bones and skin, they hang you up on a hook and you rattle in the wind. So what do these click clacks look like? Even as I asked him, I wished I could take the question back and leave it unasked. I thought, huge spidery creatures like the one in the shower that morning. I'm afraid of spiders. I was relieved when the boy said, They look like what you aren't expecting what you aren't paying attention to. We were climbing the wooden steps now. I held on to the rail on my left and his hand with my right. As he walked beside me, it smelled like dust and old wood in that high house. The boy's tread was certain, though even though the moonlight was scarce. Do you know what story you're going to tell me to put me to bed, he asked. It doesn't actually have to be scary. Not really, I told him. Maybe you could tell me about this evening. Tell me what you did. That won't make much of a story for you. My girlfriend just moved into a new space at the edge of town. She inherited it from her aunt or somebody. It's very big and very old. I'm going to spend my first night with her tonight, so I've been waiting for an hour or so for her and her housemates to come back with the wine and an Indian takeaway. See, said the boy, 
There was that precocious amusement again. But all kids can be insufferable sometimes when they think they know something you don't. It's probably good for them. You know all that, but don't you think? You just let your brain fill in the gaps. He pushed open the door to the attic room. It was perfectly dark now, but the open door disturbed the air, and I heard things rattling gently, like dry bones in thin bags, in the wind. Click, clack, click, clack. I would have pulled away then if I could, but small firm fingers pulled me forward, unrelenting into the dark. I knew he was a monster. I knew it from the get. From the jump. Okay, so that was a exponentially longer than my story. That's the longest one I have. I feel like it could have been condensed so much so. Oh, it will in editing. <laughs> I just mean like as far as like the way that they read it out. It was like, I get that you're trying to set up a scene, but it's was, was always the kids though. Don't it's ever, kids. Yeah, don't, don't ever trust kids. No, don't ever trust the kids. Kids are little monsters. But I don't know. I, I liked, I liked how they kind of took you through it to try to get you to you forget for a minute. Because it's in that moment. If you've never seen a scary movie, <laughs> this one's for you. <laughs> no. Um, so, was it supposed to be like this guy's first time meeting this kid, this younger brother? I guess. Yeah, I guess so. He was just hanging out with his new girlfriend. He even said, he's like, I'm not, I don't know if I love her. He's kind of hanging out. <laughs> That's the kind of thing I'm like, hmm. I want to leave you with my little brother. Uh, yeah, right? <laughs> but. New girlfriend? Apparently she didn't have a little brother, so... Unless he was made a bat rattle bag, too. Uh, I don't like it. I don't like it. I'm giving it a nay. You're giving it a a nay? I'm giving it a nay. It just didn't do it for me. I liked it when I read it. It might have been my reading... Because I don't know how to read very well. <laughs> what do you well. mean you don't know how to read? <laughs> I have to stop constantly. <laughs> oh my god, I just snorted so hard. Um, no, they... It was just like... I, I think that reading it in general made it scarier. Like, reading mm. it out loud. Jordan, so, so I feel like I've had a goose egg. Your first one was kind of a goose egg. Oh yeah. Let's do one more and then we'll wrap this episode up. Okay, okay. Well, I'm just going to continue straight on then. And if I you people, pretty short one, so I might do two. I hope you people don't feel that we did a goose egg. If you do, I'm sorry. If you don't, please tell us at creepycampfirepodcast at gmail.com. What we're doing is we're, yes, that definitely <laughs> reaches there. But we're starting, we're starting a little more easy for, for some of you, for some of you people. We're going to easy into the scare, hopefully. And remember, this is going to be a long process. You're getting like four episodes or something out of this. Well, we don't know how long. We're just going to record until we get through them. Hopefully so. by the end of it, you're wet in your bed. Fingers crossed. This one's called instant messaging. So it's going to be a little more uh, current, I think. I don't know. That sounds more like 2004. Well, thankfully it doesn't give a date. <laughs> it just reminds me of the the old early days of... You gonna hit me up on AIM? What was in AIM? Was it AIM or AOL or? Well, I mean there was AOL, but there was automatic instant messaging. I I can't remember. I don't know. I never did any of that, anyways. It all started. 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 That started perfectly. (laughs) It all started on the 14th night of March, the night of my parents' 20th wedding anniversary. It was a wonderful sunny day, if memory serves. Surprising, if his memory serves. Uh, surprisingly warm for before the beginning of spring the beautiful weather was perfect for the atmosphere of the day being married for 20 years is obviously a momentous occasion so my parents had booked a table at our favorite italian restaurant 
Of course, this was a formal occasion. So I had my best suit on. Dressed to the nines. It was 5.33, and I was just straightening my tie when my phone went off. I'd received a message. That's strange, I thought. That never happens. Oh, you're lonely? I checked the message. It was from my mum. It was quite a jumble of numbers and letters, but through the vocabulary stew, I could make out the legible phrase, please help me. It should go without saying that this worried me greatly, so I immediately replied, are you okay? Just as instantly, I got another text which read, oops, pocket text. I signed with all the relief I had and continued to prepare myself. No one pocket texts that. Oops, pocket text? Also, yeah. no one says pocket text. <laughs> oops, sorry. Didn't mean to do that. A few minutes later, I received yet another message. This time from my dad. I checked the text, and once again, it was a massive mixture of letters and numbers with the phrase, please help me, concealed within. Creepy though this was, my dad was always a joker, so I presumed he was just joking around. Until I was sent another text saying, oops, pocket text. That's two for two, guys. Now this sparked panic. Pure, unmistakable panic. Exactly half a minute passed when I received the exact same message from my sister. This could not be coincidental, it just couldn't. In a state of sheer anxiety, I started to run to the restaurant. I made it about a quarter of the way before I was stopped by a police officer. Main road's closed, he said. Huge car crash. This was the exact moment I realized just what had happened. I demanded to see the wreckage, a request I'm surprised was allowed. When I got there, it wasn't the remnants of a car that caught my eye, not the flames billowing from the destroyed vehicle. No. I was horrified to see the lifeless corpses of my mother, father, and sister. I asked for the estimated time of their deaths. All three of them were instantly killed by the, colli the collision. <laughs> by the collision at 5:32. So apparently, a minute before he got all of <laughs> I am leaving this site alone. I like that one though. I mean, that, that was, one wasn't as bad. It was. A, it was a step up. It was a step up. Better than the first one. I don't. Well, hold on. We got it. So we got. So let's. I. I, I liked it. I liked it. I always like weird weird timing stories mm -hmm. um i was expecting a little bit of a serial killer aspect to come out of that one yeah so it didn't but i mean so more of a kind of a paranormal thing i mean yeah. if uh if they if he got texts from all three of them the minute after they died but see i hate pointless messages like that like if i'm dead i'm not gonna be texting you to help me no what, what you gonna do i'm dead and then bye and then why <laughs> and then why apologize for an informality oops Sorry, I'm a ghost that talked to Texas. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Yeah, like... Don't worry about your family either. They're fine. They're all here with they're me. They're all good. And if you notice, which I know we're sitting here nitpicking stories, and we're not saying any of these are true. Most of them are made-up stories, but damn it, they're fun, and that's why we're doing them they at the fun. campfire. Uh, but it seems like it always has to happen around an event. Mm -hmm. there, It can't just be, hey, it was a Tuesday. It's always got to be an anniversary. They have uh, to, they, it's like they got to sweeten the pot before they rip it all away from you. Yeah. It make you feel like you almost had it, and then just, nope, nope, mine, mine, mine. Mm -hmm. Taxes. Mine. Taxes? <laughs> then you might get the feels. You might get the feels. You might. All right, Jordan, hit us. Let's, all right, so Squatch, Squatch, how you feel about that one? All right, all right, all right. It was a good middle of the road. Better kind of middle of the road? Okay. Good middle of the road. All See, right, thanks, Squatch. Take us out on a ringer, Jordan. All right. This one's called I'm Still Here. I, I can't... I already don't like it from the title. Really? At least, like, it, I'm, already, I'm already, like... That evoked a little, uh... Oh, I'm like, this is gonna be fun. 
All right, we'll see. We'll see. Okay. I came home pretty late one night, and this one's a little quite quite a bit shorter. Um, I came home pretty late one night, and my roommate's bedroom was shut, and I assumed she was sleeping already. But I saw something out of the corner of my eye in the kitchen. I said her name, but she didn't answer. I didn't think anything of it, so I walked into my room, and before I turned the light on, something whispered, I'm still here. I turned on the light in my room, but nothing was there, so I turned on every light in my house and knocked on my roommate's door and eventually opened it, but she wasn't there, so I left her light on too, and slept with all the lights on. When she came back the next morning, I asked her if she was messing with me, and she started crying and said she left because something was in the house messing with her and she had to get out. That was not scary enough. <laughs> huh. We are trying to invoke fear here, people. I had one that I read that, that actually gave me a chill, so I'm going to read it. It's real short. Right. Real small. But it was the first one I did when we, when we were in, decided we were going to do this. This one's called Mommy's Home. So I heard a little... A little creepy story once. The father is laying in bed uh, after just waking up. He grabs the baby monitor and walks to his desk in his office at home. He hears his baby on the baby monitor and hears his wife singing to her. He cracks a smile as he hears his wife say, go to sleep, go to sleep, when suddenly the front door opens up and his wife comes in with the groceries. Nice, <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's a pretty good one. That's short and sweet. Again, my, I, okay. So I read that to myself mm-hmm. the first time, and I was, and and I did get like a little, chilly. little goosebumps. My favorite reading it out loud, just eh. You're you're reading it. My favorite ones are those though that like you have a, and I'm sure we'll probably have a couple more ones where it's like you think your your safe person is there, and you're like, oh my safe person, and then all of a sudden you see your actual safe person, and you're like, oh what the hell is that? These short but sweet ones are almost like a well-timed joke. Almost. Like. like, yeah. Like, they're trying to hit like you with, like, right a scary punchline. Punch mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay. Some of them some of them really hit, but yeah. some don't. That one was better than I thought the, the prior one, though. Yeah. I might leave them both in. Okay. But we'll we'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll compare contrast. But we'll cut, we'll cut this one to a close, guys. A little shorter than our normal, but we're going to get a lot of episodes knocked out tonight. So that way we can spread them out over time while Jordan's living it up in... In Orlando, sweating some stuff off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still trying to get all the glitter from the wedding day off of him. Oh, God. You didn't think don't, about that, did you? Glitter. Don't say <laughs> glitter. I hate it. Like, I literally refuse to go to her with her to Hobby Lobby because she always ends up hitting me with glitter things. But she loves you so much. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I love her, too. I hate glitter, though. Yeah. It's because you don't want a glitter beard. I don't. Although, maybe for Christmas. Maybe this year. Have yes, you seen please. This yes, you got to grow one too then, man. I can't. Come on. Work. <laughs> oh, you. I'm, I, no excuse. It would take me so long to grow a beard. I'm not mature enough. Um, <laughs> anyway. I can't even mature enough. Yeah, it was about the same time I figured out how to read correctly. I'll grow that beard. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, we'll, we'll, we'll cut this one to a close. Um, but don't worry. We got a couple more nights out here in Yosemite by the campfire to oh, give yeah. you these stories. And don't forget, we've not got any reviews in a while on iTunes. If you're listening to us on iTunes, you've not given us a review yet, just take a second. Hit that five-star mark. Put a little something down. We're going to read it out on the air for you. Mm -hmm. Whatever that may be. Um, Well, almost whatever that may be. (laughs) Be mindful. uh, That's a good word for it. Actually, no. I don't care. Write whatever you want. I still want to read it. 
Uh, but we're going to read it on air, even if we got to bleep it. So it's just one long bleep. Um, <laughs> and don't forget the email. Reach out to us, no matter what it might be. Tell us how you feel about the show. Tell us any show ideas you might have. Um, anything like that. Creepy Campfire Podcast, gmail.com. And we, oh, we did it. We finally did it. I don't, know if, do? I don't know if someone just drove out to Vermont and downloaded and left, but we finally got Vermont, and we're in all 50 states of the Woo-hoo! United States. So, milestone, milestone. All oh, the high fives. <laughs> so, we finally, we finally did it. So, thank you, Vermont listener, listeners, future listeners. We did it. Hopefully, we got a little cluster. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. Little family in Vermont. <laughs> if you want any creepy campfire podcast merch, uh, just look us up on Spreadshirt.com. If you have any problems with that, um, if you're listening on iTunes, we have a link in the description. If you're listening anywhere else and you're just having a hard time googling us and Spreadshirt, let me know in an email, and I'll be happy to send you over the link. So you can get us our, our, our logo on anything from T-shirts to camp campfire mug or not campfire mugs, camping mugs, uh, aprons, pillowcases, you name it. Apron. Yeah. But that does it for this edition. We're going to be right back with some more scary stories for you. Remember, everybody, until next time, stay toasty. toasty.